My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. Welcome to the stream, the no race stream, where we talk all about these two fine young gentlemen on screen right now. Daniel Ricciardo, Yuki Tsunoda, roll intro, he's not late, he's a minute early, it's still 1.59 UK time BST. Thank you all for coming, welcome to the stream. How we doing? Welcome Ricardo, Matthew, Alex, Reagan, Jerome, Gooey, Molina, Kieran, Superior Lamp, Alcon, Carlos, Wesley, Matthew, Fabian, Ali, Niels, Ebby, uh, F.Biz, Woolen, Flying Spire, Liam, Shabby, Emil, Paul, Priest, Cardboard, Amy, Niall, Reagan, Geordie, Max, Samuel, Rufus, Tom, Isaac, Thoppy, Ethan, Tony, Jin, David, Noodle, Molly May, Harsh, Olivia, Dre, Prue, RNN. I can't keep up. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate you taking the time. Uh, another race this weekend. There's a little, little, little break between uh, between the British Grand Prix and the Hungarian Grand Prix this weekend. It is Rulseek, whatever it's called. Um, but of course, of course, and I've already done a video more touching on the Liam Lawson perspective, but of course we need to talk about the most pertinent, poignant news of the moment, which is a certain Mr. Daniel Ricciardo replacing Nick DeVries, which, I mean, it wasn't the biggest shout in the world. When I did my, um, if anyone watched my video, it was all of the drivers who could potentially replace Nick DeVries, and I did like a tier list. And the conclusion I came to and this was, you know, this was after five races, um, was that I think Ricardo will place, replace in mid-season. It's actually happened earlier than mid-season. Um, this is, we've had 10 races of what should be 22, but the mid-season break doesn't come until after Belgium. So, um, yeah. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to get into with these two. And I've, I've identified, well, I've identified what a twat. Like, there are five different ways this goes, Okay. One batters the other, so that's two. That's two options. Either Ricardo batters an odor or vice versa. One beats the other, just that by you know a bit beat each other. Or plumb in the middle, they're about equal, right? So uh, we're gonna go through all of them. And I also did a poll, put a poll out yesterday. Got nine point two thousand votes. So thank you for voting, vote, voting, voting on the community page um, to get your perspective as to which way it's going to go and the results were pretty interesting thank you emil for joining friends of tomo as well by the way and is tomo short for tomothy not according to my birth certificate is not no i wonder if there's anyone out there who's actually called tomothy there must be surely there must be must tomothy hmm interesting thank you joel for the uh, two euros by the way most important news still tomo meeting alex i did meet alex yes if you didn't see my um we even video did I put it on? I put it on Instagram as well, obviously, because I have to. Come on, I've got to flex. Um, it was at the uh, Williams car launch uh, for the Bolder Than Bold livery fan chosen livery. And I saw Alex there, which was uh, good. I had a little chat and got a little picture at the end of the night. It's good, good. Nice guy. 
I, I can't say I spoke to him for like ages and I wasn't like oh Alex I love you I'm your biggest fan like you know you gotta try and like keep it cool almost. <laughs> but there you go um yeah it was good fun it was good fun and um I'll name my kid after you well Bailey I mean you're welcome to I mean Tom's a great name Tom Tomo Thomas uh all of the above you know what I mean all, all of the above Tomothy if you want if you want Tomothy then you, that you can do that um you can do that right cool okay so <laughs> let's crack on with the actual meat and bones of this stream shall we um but of course first of all as always a quick reminder because i know some of you out there are going to be audio only only listening with your ears and you don't want to look at me um which is fine you're allowed to do that on spotify apple podcasts audio only we're all friends here okay do whatever do whatever floats your goat you know what i mean whatever floats your Go. Thomas Smith it is an excellent name. Exactly. It truly is. It truly is. Um, is this Tomo's pre-pre-race gym mic? Well, when there's no race. I'll just call it a race gym mic. You know what I mean? Thomas race gym mic, as you can see on the graphic on the screen. Cool. Okay, right. So, Ricardo versus Sonoda. Let's get into it. Daniel Ricardo versus Yuki Sonoda. Again, the five options I put in a poll. 9.2 thousand of you voted. For the again, one bats the other, one beats the other, or it's about equal, and the results are in. Six percent of you think Ricardo batters Sonoda, and, and batters. If, you, if you're not familiar with the lingo, right? And lingo means language. Um, <laughs> batters means like con convincingly beats. Six percent of you say Ricardo batters Sonoda. Thirty-seven percent of you say Ricardo outperforms Sonoda. Thirty-four percent of you say it's about equal. 21% uh, say Sonoda outperforms Ricardo, and 2% of you think Sonoda batters Ricardo. Does that all add up? Yeah, it does add up. Perfect. Um, am I surprised about these numbers? Hmm. Well, because what I want to do on this stream, I want to talk about each option one at a time and all the permutations, I guess, with you lot live chat as well. And thank you to all you. Um, make sure you like the stream, please. If you like the stream, then it helps the algorithm. Excellent. Thank you. Um, it's not too skewed. No, you're right, Levs. I mean, again, you know, 37% is the highest voted of the five. Um, most of you are in that kind of middle range, slight skew towards Ricardo, which is kind of interesting. A lot of hopium. The chart is not... To be fair, I I, I got I, in terms of the bars, I didn't... Uh, if, if you're watching, if you're audio only, you know, why not talk about... The, the bars aren't perfectly accurate, okay? I just kind of eyeballed it. So um, <laughs> take that for what you will. Um, but yeah, 6% Ricardo about Sonoda, 37% Ricardo outperforms Sonoda, 34% about equal, 21% Sonoda outperforms Ricardo, and 2% think Sonoda batters Daniel Ricardo. Batters him. Our pie chart's long, man. It's just it's just easy to do something like this. So, right, let's start with the least likely permutation, according to you lot, which is that Sonoda batters Ricardo. So, if this was to happen, right, if, if Yuki Sonoda, in these remaining uh, 12 races, this is round 11, and there's 22 total, so it's 12. Um, if Sonoda... Absolutely dunks on Daniel in these last 11. 
12, whatever it is. Um, what happens? What happens to Yuki? Right, I'm going to start a poll. What what happens... Because it... I mean, 2% of you, which is... It is insignificant, but, you know. If Yuki batters Daniel. So, what are the options? So, Yuki stays at Alpha Tauri. Uh, in 2024, would you say maybe Yuki, because this could happen, this could happen, replaces Perez at RB for for 24. Um, Yuki snapped up elsewhere for 24. I'm going to give you three options. I'm going to give you three options here. So if Yuki Tsunoda was to batter Daniel Ricciardo, which, look, again, I, I'm I'm a big Tsunoda fan. I, I think his pace is, is strong. I think, you know, the experience of Ricciardo will pay dividends. And I don't expect this to happen. However, it could happen. And, you know, I do think Yuki's stepped up and he's, he's you know, moved forward. I, I think... I hold Daniel in very high regard and I'm confident we'll get a very good version of Daniel Ricciardo back in F1. So as much as I hold Yuki in high regard, I don't think I hold, I don't hold Yuki in as high regard as I hold the potential of Daniel Ricciardo and what I think we'll see from Ricciardo. But it does, it would give, it would give an interest, and you lot are quite split actually in that poll. It would give a bit of a weird... It, it would almost force Red Bull into making some kind of decision around Sonoda. You've got to think, right? Because if it, if at the end of his third year at that team, at the, at the junior team, at the end of the third year, he batters Daniel Ricciardo, who, outside of the McLaren, within that Red Bull family, he's a known entity, okay? And if that is to... Then it's like, I just can't... You know what, for me, I think the biggest thing is is that new Aston Martin-Honda relationship because Yuki is so embedded and connected to Honda. You know, they supported him through his junior career when he was doing, I believe it was Japanese F4. Because um, Yuki's route in wasn't quite as uh, European-centric as a lot of other drivers from, you know, outside of Europe. You know, a lot of drivers outside of Europe will come to Europe very very young, um, you know, Checo's spoken about this, how, you know, a lot of drivers from, it's difficult as a driver um, from the Americas to get that, you know, get onto that FIA ladder. Yuki was quite late onto that ladder, but obviously, you know, proved himself and, and, and did well. And so I think that Honda relationship, you know, because... Say Red Bull, say he batters Ricardo, and then say they give him the Red Bull seat instead of Perez. Let's just say this, okay? Let's just say that, that Perez continues to struggle. Ricardo um, Sonoda steps up massively the second half of the season, which again could happen. I, I don't see it happening, but could happen. Then if they gave Sonoda the Red Bull seat, like if they feel like, well, in 2026 we might just lose Sonoda to Aston Martin anyway when Alonso retires, then. Is it even worth Red Bull doing that? It feels like from the comments I've seen that they've been a little bit almost dismissive of Sonoda's future um, at that team. 
You know? Know what I'm saying? Does that... Does that... Does that, does that, does that cut? <laughs> Hello, P16 boys. Big up... Uh, Pat and Timmy. Pat and Timmy are here. Shout them out. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I, I, it, it, it's a funny one. It's a funny one. Oh, and actually, you know what? This is a good. This is a really good point, actually. While, while you two are here, hello, Pondon. Good to see you, mate. Shame you're shame you're in Australia, Pondon, because because I'd like to think you'd be coming along. But um, whilst these two are here, quick shout out for the Aldas and Tom live show. Tickets are on sale at the moment. It's linked in the description. Got it linked in the live chat as well. If you want to come along, fourth of August, Friday evening. Feel free. Be great to see you. And I guess it makes sense because actually, in terms of um, mystery guests, guest announcement, first guest announcement, um, Matt and Tom will be there. So shout out in their in their Ferrari garms. You know what? Tommy looks good in red, doesn't he? He does look good in red. So if you want to come to the Alice and Tommy live show. Um, Matt and Tom will be there. We'll have them on stage for briefly. We'll have a little chat. Um, but otherwise, they'll just be milling around just like everyone else for the rest of the evening. So if you do want to uh, if you do want to come, see me, Aldas, Matt and Tom. And there's more guests coming as well. There's more guests to be announced. So, Bosh. If if I'm not good enough for you, if I'm not enough, okay, if I'm not enough, then surely they're enough. Surely. <laughs> right, cool. Okay, let's go back to it anyway. Right. Sonoda batters Ricardo. What happens if Yuki beats Daniel? 40% of you are saying that Yuki would stay at AlphaTauri in 2024 if he was to batter Daniel Ricardo. which, look, again, if there is this, it really depends. I'm, I'm super interested to see what this whole rebrand of AlphaTauri is actually going to be. Um, because, I mean... I mean, maybe they're shutting AlphaTauri down the Clover Brad. I don't know, right? That is one. I don't know how well it's sold. Okay, it's, it's impossible to say for sure. Do they just think that... I've said this before, right? I feel like the, the value of having that team, when they could just put the AlphaTauri logo on the red ball that's at the front, they can still use Max and Checo and Christian, like they already do in their promotional shoots for the AlphaTauri clothing. Hello, Blake. Good to see you, mate. And so, so I, I just, I struggle to, to understand, like, until we see it, I think that's going to tell us a lot about, you know, is this a AlphaTauri first move to take it off because they're shutting down the clothing business? Maybe. Who knows? Because it's a huge marketing arm, of course. Like, I mean, it, the thing is, it, it doesn't seem to have really caught the from my perspective anyway, maybe I'm wrong, right? I'm just doing it from my point of view. AlphaTauri, the clothing brand, hasn't really seemed to catch the momentum I feel like they were maybe hoping for. And it's a very niche sell, AlphaTauri, the, the clobber. It's a, it's a very niche sell. So, I don't know. I, I, I think if they want to rebrand that as a, you know, it feels like maybe they've got a title sponsor in. Maybe they've got a new title sponsor to bring some money in and make that team sustainable. And then, because that team got, does give value to Red Bull ultimately. Of course it does. It gives value to Red Bull because they can benchmark young drivers. You know, when they first got the um, Honda engines in as well, they used 
they had it in the Torosso for a year before they put it in the Red Bull so they can benchmark the engine a bit. Of course, that gives value to Red Bull beyond the market. Right? I, I think that's that's completely fair to say. Um, so whether they... It, it's always going to feel like, though, as long as it's owned by Red Bull and there is another team called Red Bull, they're never gonna. There's always going to be this enforced ceiling. It feels like maybe they're going to take more parts from Red Bull next year. They've been trying to do a lot of them on their own, and look where that's gotten. Nowhere. Ford, of course, yeah, Ford, exactly North Star. Maybe that's a a good kind of uh, route in. I think it's also difficult because you know right now if um, if Red Bull were to rebrand that car as Ford, you're rebranding a back marker. Which is the worst car in the, at the minute? They're, you're rebranding the back marker into uh, your brand new relationship that you want to build and sustain going forward. Um, so, you know, I think that I don't know. I, I can't. I can't call it. That's that's gonna Alpha Ford. Alpha Ford. That that's cool. I like that. Alpha Ford. No, I don't, I don't know. That sounds terrible. Oh, hello, Hannah. Hannah's in live chat. She's just been trying to call me, and I just messaged Hannah. Hannah, I'm I'm live, as you can see. Um, <laughs> Yuki replaces Perez at Red Bull for 24. 34% of you think that happens if he batters Ricardo. Yeah, see, I I don't I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think the other two options, which 23% of you say Yuki gets snapped up elsewhere for 2024. I think if Sonoda batters Ricardo, I th I could see. I could see a I could see an outcome where another team thinks, you know what, he's worth a shot. He's worth a shot. Because he's demonstrated good good pace. AT awfully toasted. I could see that more than I could see him replacing Checo. I just for me, I think if Yuki was really proven that he's this incredible, like next to Max Verstappen level, right? I think maybe it's worth the risk putting him in alongside Max, even if you potentially lose him to Aston Martin with that Honda connection later down the line. But for me, for me, the option I would pick actually, if, if you keep batters Daniel, if you keep batters Daniel, who would snap him up? That's the thing. It just feels like there's, there's, once again, there's like not enough seats. Replace Bottas or Magnussen. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Alfa Romeo that then becomes Audi. I mean, Yuki's still super young as well. That's the thing. Well, how, how, old, is, how old is Yuki Sonoda? Yuki Sonoda's 20, 23. He's born in May as well, so he's only just turned 23 as well. He's not even been 23 for that long. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that ultimately, look, it's the same case for almost Alex at the moment, right? Even if they're in not great teams, if they can just keep performing well and performing towards the ceiling, the perceived ceiling of their cars, then you know they they should be they should be in a good place. But that's what you think. Forty three percent Yuki stays at AlphaTauri. Thirty four percent Yuki replaces Perez at Red Bull, and twenty three percent of you think Yuki gets snapped up elsewhere. It's quite an even spread actually of votes. But this is if Sonoda batters Ricardo, which again to reflect, only two percent of you actually think this is going to happen. We've spent like we've spent like a good fifteen minutes talking about something that only two percent of you think are gonna happen. 
Oh, that's a Tomo stream if you've ever heard one. Right, okay. Should we go on to the next? So the next most unlikely one is Ricardo batters Sonoda. 6% of you think Ricardo will batter Sonoda. This is lower than I thought it would be. I actually thought it would be higher than this. 6% of you batter. And again, when I'm saying batter, I'm talking like, you know, like a fish and chip shop, like triple, triple cooked, right? Demolition, demolition. <laughs> so I guess I'll ask the same question in, in, in chat. So what happens to Ricardo if he batters Sonoda in 2024? So does he stay at Alfa uh, slash whatever it's rebranded as. Uh, does he replace Checo at Rebel Racing, or does he go elsewhere? Uh, or no, is he mm, snapped up elsewhere, or is he kicked out? Which, I mean, that sounds mad, right? In terms of you just battered your teammate and then you get kicked out. But I'm putting the option there, so you feel free to click it if you want. <laughs> so this is the whole... This is perceived, again, not much more likely, according to your votes anyway, um, that he batters Sonoda. But this is obviously what Ricardo is hoping for because, of course, like, of course he wants that red ball seat. That's the whole reason he's gone to AlphaTauri. And surely... There's one argument that, that maybe is not so much against that, but it's an alternative argument. But surely it feels like at least one of the primary reasons that Helmut Marco and Christian Horner are giving Ricardo a shot in the AlphaTauri is to see how Perez responds to that and see if that... Because they know that's what Daniel wants. So, come on. Of course, of course they're using it as an opportunity to see how Daniel responds and if they can, because if they if, if they feel that they can get that Daniel Ricciardo back, who, you know, in 2018, I think Verstappen definitely had the edge on Ricciardo, but it was like, it was pretty close. And I think if Red Bull, Red Bull need to assume, and I think they need to do that at the start of this year as well. They need to assume that everyone else is going to catch up and they need to assume, you know, with their engineering minds, maybe everyone won't right but they've got they've got to assume that in 2024 it's going to it's not going to be the cakewalk it's been this year with max in the that red bull you're going to have you know lewis in in a mercedes and george in a mercedes that is, is somewhat caught up maybe the ferraris maybe the aston martins maybe the mclarens like they have to prepare themselves for the worst case scenario which is that everyone else is caught up so in that instance these stinkers from checo in terms of these mistakes that he's making. So I don't necessarily think it's a pace thing. It's the decision making. Um, they need to prepare themselves for being in more of a fight next year. And if you've got a gap that big between teammates at the front, then the Constructors title is going to look pretty precarious. That's all I'm saying. So, preparing for the future. Wow, okay. That's very interesting. So we've got 878 of you voted. So if Ricardo batter Sonoda in 2024, which again, only 6% of you thought would happen, but if that, if this happens, then 11% of you think he stays at AlphaTauri, which, you know, to be fair, 
depending again on the rebrand, on the nature of the rebrand, what do they do with it? Do they, you know, does it become a title-sponsored other team on the grid that the Red Bull messaging kind of falls back a bit? You know, because with AlphaTauri, it's called Scuderia AlphaTauri. It's not called AlphaTauri Red Bull Racing. Um they obviously have the the red bull, the ball is in the logo for Alpha Tower. It's in like the it's in the negative space, but it that that really for me depends on on the nature of the rebrand. Because if if they want to take this new team and they want to get you know even more sponsors onto it and it to be a serious car and build that team up, maybe for a sale. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was convinced they were going to sell the team. It looks like they're not going to sell the team, but maybe. All I'm saying is that. That that AlphaTauri team with Ricardo in it versus that AlphaTauri team without Ricardo in it, with De Vries in it, it, it's worth more to a prospective buyer if you think you're going to get Daniel Ricardo as well. You know, although is that's actually, that's a point actually, because so Red Bull do their contracts differently, don't they? They all their drivers are hired by Red Bull GmbH, not Red Bull Racing. They're hired by Red Bull, G and then they are loaned to the race teams. And that's why they can switch them around so quickly because they're all employed by Red Bull. Max is employed by Red Bull. Yuki's employed by Red Bull. De Vries was employed by Red Bull. I don't know if he's employed by Red Bull anymore. Um, but and then they're almost like let back, you know? So maybe then if someone bought the team, they wouldn't necessarily be getting Ricardo because he's actually employed by Red Bull rather than the race team. So that's actually, mm. yeah, I'm not sure. Um, what happens to Ricardo if he bats in 2024? 12% say stay at AlphaTauri. 75% of you say he replaces Checo at Red Bull Racing. 10% say snapped up elsewhere. 3% say he's kicked out. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Ricardo bats Sonoda. Do I think that's going to happen? No. I, I agree that this is a 6% take. I don't, I don't think... I don't think this is going to happen, but if it does, and you know Yuki maybe Yuki lets himself down a bit, maybe, and 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 feels that it would take a combination of that. I think I think Yuki would have to let himself down a bit, and Daniel would have to hit the ground running, which I feel like he could. But um, if he batters Sonoda, Ultimately, again, there's not enough options in it. If Ricardo batters Sonoda, then just in regards to Checo, you know, say Checo finished the season. I feel like I need another poll. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, how, how do I word this? <laughs> so there's a, there's a poll for everything. So... If, hmm, what I, what I want to try and articulate is that, because obviously Checo's results will depend on, yeah, if Checo keeps having stinkers, it's more likely he gets replaced. If he, hmm, would Ricardo still replace Checo if um, Checo... Po podiums every race could could Ricardo still replace Checo if Checo podiums every race or 
Checo. Um, oh, che okay. Wins slash P2s most races. Checo podiums every race. Or Checo continues as current form. Continues his current form. So, there's <laughs> too many polls, man. So what I'm what I'm asking you is, okay, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm asking. <laughs> Hopefully, this makes sense. Right, I'm I'm just putting the poll out. So basically what I'm saying is, right, if if you think Checo can win and P2 every single race and Ricardo could still replace him if he bats Sonoda, then pick that one. But if you think Ricardo only replaces if if Ricardo bats Sonoda, he was he would only replace Checo if Checo continues to be a bit mid, you know? Like would if if Checo getting podiums every single race, is that enough to save his seat regardless of what Ricardo does? If you think that is enough, then don't. Am I making sense? Oh, <laughs> uh, a very confusing poll from a very confused man. Yeah, yeah. I I just. You know what I mean? I feel like this... this, this <laughs> no, you, no, I'm not making... Don't... Onka, I appreciate it. I'm not making sense because I, I, even I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, even, <laughs> if I'm not making any sense to myself, then how could I possibly making, be, be making sense to 2,185 people watching? I do apologise. Look, I... 82% of you say, basically, most of you think that as not, if Checo got a podium every race from here on in, that would be enough, regardless of what Ricardo does, to save his seat. I'm just going to end this poll now because that's really not helped to anything, is it? Yeah, perfectly made sense. Thank you. <laughs> Time to move on to the next topic. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I like that one. <laughs> right, okay. So let's return back to the original graphic. Um, the five outcomes. Next most likely outcome Sonoda outperforms Ricardo. Beats Ricardo, outperforms Ricardo. So this one certainly does, you know, th this one happens given, you know, Sonoda I think has had very good pace at the moment. And look, you we're not we can't be making judgments on Sonoda and Ricardo, by the way, on points. Let, let's just get that firmly out of the way now. Especially now McLaren have seemingly made a bit of a jump up. Like that Alpha Tauri to get into the points is gonna to have to require some shenanigans going on up front, right? This needs to be like average finishing position from here on out. What is this photo? It's a great photo of Yuki. Look at it, is that is that mmm. <laughs> um and thank you, um Topaz, for the uh, ten euros. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. And yeah, so again. Yuki continues his good performances in a car that, you know, like Yuki's not been very happy with the car, like especially last couple of races. He, he's spoken quite openly about his frustration with the car. And maybe that's because, you know, he knows he's, he's finishing low down. So he's automatically going to be more critical of the car. 
Or maybe it's, you know, he's doing what he can, right? Um, oh, Matt, you think it's going to be 8-4 to Ricardo in quali and 11-1 to to Ricardo in races. Wow. That will be an interesting headset for sure. But yeah, so this happens. And again, Ricardo has not driven this Alpha Tauri for a very long time. It was a tour or so many a year ago in a complete different set of regulations. So there is going to be a degree of, of you know... It's going to take him a while to bed in. It doesn't seem to have a particularly good rear end on the Alpha Tauri. It's not the Red Bull RB19 that he's driving in the Silverstone test. Um, he's going to hope for a nice, clean practice, nice full practice sessions. It's not a sprint, is it, at Hungary? So I'm sure Ricardo's glad for that because a sprint would be pretty yikes for him. But yeah, th this happens if... Yeah, Sonoda continues to, to impress and again beats in terms of let's average finishing position, qualifying head to head, blah, blah, blah. I I could I could certainly see this. This isn't again, this isn't the one I, I, I would I would put personally. But I can understand why there's and look, understandable skepticism around Ricardo returning, right? Because, you know, in that McLaren, they couldn't get the they couldn't get the best out of him. The way you, he had to drive that car didn't work. I'd be surprised if Red Bull, uh, Red Bull slash Red Bull and AlphaTauri, right? I'd be surprised if they brought Ricardo back if they weren't confident that they know what went wrong at McLaren and know that it's not going to happen again. You know, when you're fundamentally unable to work with that machinery underneath you, even though you're a top quality driver, like in that specific circumstance, if it feels like a, it feels like you're driving like a, you know, NASCAR truck or something when you're meant to be driving a Formula One car, right? I like to think there's enough understanding and knowledge there within Red Bull, within Red Bull Racing and AlphaTauri to make sure that doesn't happen again. Otherwise they wouldn't have, shouldn't have given him the seat if they weren't confident of that. Um, Thank you, Ian, for the uh, five quid, by the way. I doubt you could get anywhere near the Red Bull seat without the Honda connection. Yeah, well, look, that's the, that is what is going to potentially now stop. Um, you know, if Honda had stayed, you know, connected to Red Bull and they'd have kept things going, which Honda wanted to do. But then if you're, I understand why Red Bull were like, no, you know what? You're all right. You lot keep flip-flopping. Let's just get a, we've already done all the work on Red Bull powertrains. Let's, let's just get forward to put their label on it, right? You know, yeah, if that relationship still existed, that would, of course, stand in Yuki's corner. But then again, I suppose, you know, Alex's connection to Red Bull, which still exists, you know, not officially, but Monsoon Valley, who sponsor Alex Albon, is, was founded by um, Charlie, um, Charlie Muvadja, who's, I think, the founder of Red Bull's son, I think. Um founded Monsoon Valley, who sponsored Alex Albon. So there is still a connection there. And Alex is, that's 51% tyre family owned. That connection didn't stop Alex from, from leaving and, and being dropped. So, you know, those connections help, but they don't guarantee anything either. Um, yeah, I, I do think that stands in the way. And I, th I think, again, Yuki's future, I think is outside the Red Bull family. It, like... I would have maybe, you know, eked towards that before this whole Aston Martin Honda news came out. But after that, I think, wow, yeah, I don't think, I don't think his future's there. 
Thank you, Zero Line, as well, for the uh, four. 40 um, 99 thank you very much uh yuki's in a no-win situation if he wins it'll be because daniel ricardo is broken washed yeah whatever if sonoda loses it'll be he was never good either or he never goes to red bull racing well the thing is right i get what you mean zero right i get what you mean for sure i, I think in terms of an outward perception but ultimately i think the people making the decisions at red bull at alpha tari franz tost and christian horner and you know, seeing the data, seeing the comparison, they will, I like to think, they will know, right, if Daniel is performing to a top Daniel Ricciardo level or whether he's performing at a McLaren Daniel Ricciardo level. And then they're going to use that information to make a decision. Because, you know, if, if they, if, if Red Bull genuinely think they've got like a star on their hands, right, because again, he's still only 23 and I think Max has massively skewed the perception of like, where a driver should be at a certain age, right? Because he started so exceptionally early. And, you know, like, if if that becomes the, the standard that's expected, it's almost in a way like expecting every season to be as exciting as 2021, which is just, it's not going to happen. And if you expect that of every season, you're going to be disappointed. If you expect of every new driver coming in to be like a Max Verstappen hit the ground running, then you're also probably going to be disappointed. So I like to think that as much, I, I agree with you, Zero, from an outward perspective, there is no win for Yuki. It's, it's difficult for him to come out looking good from this. I do think for the people that actually matter to make a decision on his future, I think he can still win from this big time. If, if, he, if, if Red Bull look at Ricardo's data and think like, this is Ricardo's cooking, and if Yuki's close, if not beats him, that's very, very good for Yuki even if we as the public never actually get to see that information and, and really understand it, you know. Um, thank you, Shafe, as well, for joining Friends of Tom. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, welcome, Michael. Don't worry about being like that. All good. All good. All good. Right, okay, so. Sonoda beats Ricardo. Uh, again, I won't... I won't uh, we've already polled the extremes, so no need for more polls. No, no more confusing polls, okay? I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, uh, audio-only listeners. And as exactly as Clorox Bleach says, hit like, like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Thank you for 300,000 subscribers as well, by the way. Hit that. Thank you to Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri. That's the reason I hit 300,000 subscribers, got to be honest. Um, but I was very proud of that video. That would be fair it came out. Right, cool. No more polls. I'm sorry. No more polls. Right, so next option, 34% of you voted for a... No, not this. Um, it's about equal. There we go. It's about equal. 34%. It's about equal. What do I think? Sonoda Ricardo, rest of this season. Will it be about equal? Hmm. I think, you know, you know what's... Um, I, I actually hope that Yuki learns... A bit from Daniel here, because you know we've all heard the the criticism of, of Yuki and these, uh, which I no, I, I don't think it's just. I I think Yuki, you know, in in the past has struggled to communicate his his feelings over radio. He's not the only driver who struggles to communicate their feelings over the radio. Don't get me wrong, right? But I think Daniel is such a level headed presence on the radio. The amount of times like you hear, you know, Daniel gets told something, and he's like, he's literally just like, copy. That is just that affirmative. I hear you. Let's go. Like, I think in terms of 
on radio patter and, and that kind of communication with your race engineer, Daniel is like right up there. Like very rarely does Daniel allow the emotions, you know, and there's plenty of drivers, not just Yuki, not 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 at all. Plenty of drivers, um, Lewis and Max are two of the biggest candidates for a, when they're frustrated on the radio, their emotion really does, it feels like it's a really tough job for their race engineer to keep them grounded. And maybe that's just their, you know, Lewis has talked about this, you know, that's just his way of, that's just what he does. And, and Bono understands this. Same with GP, with Max. Like GP knows when to just tell Max to like, almost like treat him a bit like a child, you know, just put him in his place a bit and be like, uh, stop moaning, crack on, we're good. Um, and thank you, Koala Squadron, for the five Aussie dollars. What time is it in Australia? It must be well in the middle of the night. So go to bed, Koala. All right, you should pass your bedtime. How many Danny Rice fans? <laughs> Danny Rice? Oh, God, don't say that word to me, Rice. I'm so sad that he's left. <laughs> um, anyway, if you don't understand. 11.40, oh, okay. Oh, you know what? It's not as late as I thought it'd be, actually. Fair play. I love the moaning. That's, don't we all? Um, is it? Would it be about equal? Ricardo Sonoda. Yeah, I, I do think that, you know, given Yuki already... I, I think it's quite understandable to expect, you know, a couple of races for Daniel to get up to speed. And I guess for him, you know, to have Hungary, to have Belgium, before that mid-season break, it gives him two races, two full weekends. And look, it's looking like it could be a bit rainy, um, which I'm not thrilled about because I'm going to Hungary which would be fantastic so hopefully I'll see some of you lot there um, and to everyone who in my Austria video who I gave away tickets to to the Hungarian Grand Prix three of you on screen and two of you in the comments as well I might see you all there hopefully and uh, if it rains then I was hoping for a nice you know sunny um, bit of a <laughs> bit of tan but maybe not I mean I don't tan I just go red so that's uh, is what it is. But at the end of the day, I, I think that getting those two races under his helmet before the break is like a nice way of, from Daniel's point of view, is a nice way of bedding himself in. And then we'll see from there. I, I think, yeah, Yuki, I would expect Yuki to have a bit of an advantage these first two races, but I think Daniel Ricciardo is a very, very capable driver. And I, and I think, again, that McLaren has certain characteristics that many, not just Daniel, Carlos has spoken on this in terms of it's a bit weird to drive, a bit unusual to drive, a bit strange. And, you know, we've seen many a driver over the years in, in machinery that hasn't suited them. Great drivers in machinery that hasn't worked for them. You know, in, in my video when I was, you know, talking about Lawson, you know, even just someone like, you know, Marcus Ericsson in that Alfa Romeo in Formula One, Sauber, he's just not 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 great. But in an indie car, that uh, and look, there's two ways you can look at that. Which is, you know, one way is that indie car is mid, which I completely disagree with. By the way, that's not what I think. I can, you know, people can you can put two and two together. Oh, why is Marcus Ericsson so competitive in indie car? Well, it must be a terrible series. Well, no, maybe it's just his style suits that type of car way better, which is a totally different experience. As much as it's still open wheel, it's a totally different experience to an F1 car. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's about equal. I think over the course of the remainder of the season, I think Yuki having an advantage at the start, but then Daniel pressing into an advantage for the rest of the year. Look, you lot gave that 34%. 
37%, the winning of the uh, winningest of the five outcomes was that Ricardo beat Sonoda. And I think same with Lungard, exactly Levs. Shout out Christian Lungard for, for winning um, around uh, Toronto uh, last night. I watched that. I watched the second half of that race, actually. It was exciting. How Pelot's front wing stayed on, I do not know. 37% of you think Ricardo beats Yuki Sonoda. And I would say... I would say over the course, I I could see Yuki starting stronger, but I think with the last kind of, you know, five, six races, I would expect Daniel to be ahead of Yuki, not by a mile, but I think I, th I this is what I would go with, to be honest. I, I think Yuki's stronger start, but I think there's enough races for Daniel to get bedded in with his experience to come through. And I think I agree with the 37%. Um, that I think it's between this and about equal for sure. But yeah, I, I think Ricardo will just about have the legs on Yuki to beat him by enough at the end of the season. Question is, would that be enough to get in the Red Bull drive? I think a lot of that comes down to Checo. I think they'll be pouring over the data um, and getting what they can, you know, what Red Bull are allowed to get from AlphaTauri. I mean... Again, the drivers are employed by Red Bull and Red Bull own AlphaTauri. So, you know, they will be able to get, I think, enough. I mean, Ricardo beating Sonoda is the bare minimum for him to get into that Red Bull, of course, for sure. And that's what is going to be motivating Daniel at the moment. I do wonder as well, like, not to, not to doubt Yuki's motivation, but like Daniel's going to be hyper motivated. You know, he's 34 now. This is his best shot, I think, because what other top teams are you going to get a sniff at anytime soon? You could make arguments for some, maybe, but yeah, maybe if uh, Alonso retires soon, um, then Aston Martin will want another big name marquee driver to, to step in. You know, they did it with Vettel, they did it with Alonso, and they don't mind bringing older drivers in because that's literally what they've done for those two. So maybe that's maybe that's an option. Obviously, Audi. That project is, it feels like a long way away at the minute. I know Bottas is kind of holding out for that, but I don't think Bottas will be the driver to take that team forward. So I think this is by far and away, you know, Daniel's best opportunity. And I think he's going to be, yeah, so, so motivated. He's He's gone on record already, like saying, you know, that's where he wants to be. He wants to be in the Red Bull. So there's no like... If buts and maybes, that's his 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 opportunity, and and Red Bull are giving that to him. That's the thing as well. Like the fact Red Bull have given him this opportunity shows that I think they are prepared to consider it, because I think that the value of of a of a top performing Ricardo, if you then next year have Mercedes with George and Lewis close, McLaren with Lando and Oscar close, um, you know Ferrari with Charles and Carlos fairly close, like. If you've just got Max flying the flag for Red Bull, <laughs> tough, isn't it? Where does Plo end up? But yeah, I mean, Alex Plo, man. Just, jeez, man. That, that guy deserves a shot, doesn't he? He really does. But yeah, Ricardo beats Sonoda is the one that you lot gave the most votes. And it's the one that I think I I give the most I give the most back into, I think. But it, it's pretty fairly, fairly broad spread, though, between, you know, one way or the other. Uh, that's how, what percent is that? That is 71, 
I mean, I could just take eight away, can't I? 90, 92% of you think it's either equal or one just about outperforms the other. Like very few of you think there's an absolute demolition job in, inbound. So, but I guess then it's a bit safer to vote down the middle. So thank you, Eric, for the five euros, um, dollars, by the way. Thanks for introducing me to the term chinwag. It's caught on at the office, is it? There you go, see? Chinwag. Well, no, because when you talk, your chin talks. Talk. It's talk. It's moving. It's wagging, you know? I mean, that must be where it comes from, but... <coughs> Don't mind me. <coughs> oh, my God. Um, right, okay. I, th I think we're, we're, pretty much, we're pretty much done here. Um, again, quick one. Again, Adults and Time Live Show tickets are available now. Friday, 4th of August um in london come along would be great to see you there uh link in the description and in the live chat comment and again matt and tommy are going to be there they're going to be guests they're going to be knocking about on the evening they're going to come up on stage for a bit and have a little chat and yeah it's going to be good and there's more guest announcements coming so stay tuned but yeah thank you all for watching Appreciate you all taking the time. Um, I'm going to grab Minton because 2,134 of you deserve to see Minton. Okay? I think that's fair. Audio only listeners, I apologize. Um, Minton. Hello, boy. Hello. Oh. Hello. Oh, you're a sleepy boy. Ah. It's been a kip. It's been a kip, has he? My boy. There he is. Hello, boy. Look at look at the camera. Look at the camera. There he is. Like the stream for Minton. Okay, because the more the more likes you like the stream, the more people watch this, and then I earn more money, and then I can buy him more treats. Can't I? <laughs> look at. Him. Why are you so sleepy all the time, man? It's actually crazy. He's crazy. Hey boy, he's, he's had enough. He's, he's <laughs> it's quite the life, isn't it? It's quite the life for him that he can just kip the whole time. He's he, he's literally falling asleep in my arms. Isn't that beautiful? He slept. Right, right. Come on, mate. Look, you can you can say one proper goodbye to everyone. Okay, say bye to all your loyal fans. Okay, the shine shiny dashhound is signing out. Um, thank you, Matthew, for the five Aussie, mate. Much appreciated. Appreciate your support as always, buddy. It's a shame you're in Australia. Can't come to the live show. It would be lovely to meet you, mate. But hopefully, Australian Grand Prix next year, I'd love to. I would truly love to. Right. Again, like, subscribe, five star. Oh, if you got to this point in the live stream, um, comment Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N. -N. Uh, comment Minton in the YouTube comments if you got right to the end. Um, Perfect. Right. Cheers, everyone. Stay safe. Be well. Be happy. And um, no video this week because the videos have been coming out like left, right, and center. But um, live stream mm, might do it before I go to Budapest. Actually, might do my pre-race on Wednesday. We'll see. But yeah. Cheers, everyone. Be good. Be well. Be happy. Be safe. And drink plenty of liquid uh, water, preferably. Goodbye.